Hey to the party people out there in the party land. <laughs> Is it a party land in a panorama? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, welcome to Le Swag Lab. That's French for the Swag Lab. <laughs> and just wanted to welcome you all to another fantastic episode. Uh, this episode has been produced by the one and only Rochelle. That ain't me. I'm Rita. Oh, what's what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Our opening thought. What's on your mind? Work, 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 work. That's all that's on my mind. What's on your mind? Um, I am abnormally tired. Yeah. Uh, like I realized this weekend that I am tired from what I don't know because really, what is there to do mm-hmm. in in the pandemonium? But nonetheless, I am tired. So I'm gonna encourage people to get rest. Yeah. Um. I think more so than anything is mentally draining. Mm-hmm. And perhaps that's what I'm tired from. I don't know. But I'm going to just encourage people to get rest in yeah. whatever way they can. Self-care is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, as I had mentioned earlier, this episode is is we're gonna say Rochelle has producer credits. Isn't that fancy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fancy. I think it's fancy. Rochelle has producer credits on this episode. It's the Rochelle Takeover. No takeover. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I think it's the fatigue right now because I'm still tired. Yeah. Um, like I'm so tired. Anywho. So Shelly, Belly, take it away. Okay. So the topic for uh the podcast for today is should the coronavirus change my Christianity? it's a very I guess prevalent question in these times because we are going through a pandemic right now so everybody's handling it differently and I've heard it been said by my spiritual leader that you know everyone is looking at the church right now you know all eyes are on us to see how we handle um, the adversity, I guess. I don't know how else to put it, but, you know, a lot of people are scared. So, you know, they need hope, they need hope, they need faith. And, you know, for those who don't have that in their lives, 
um, they look to people who do. They want to see how we're moving. They want to see, you know, what we're doing, how we're faring in such a time. And I think it's important and really important for the people who do have strong faith to share that with others in whatever way they can. You know, mm. it might just be, you know, an upbeat attitude. I know when we're in public settings, we have masks on, so you can't really see a smile, but you can smile with your eyes, you know, and people can feel your good energy. So mm. you kind of just have to stay rooted and grounded in what you know and believe, uh, whether that be praying or, you know, whatever it is that you do to stay rooted and grounded um, in such a time as these. So you know, I think you should always give good energy to people, even when they're not giving you good energy, because you don't know what this um, pandemic is doing to them, their family, their loved ones. You know, you, if they ask you to, you know, you can pray for them. You can offer prayer for them. You can offer um, to guide them to a place where they can be prayed for. Um, This is the time to let the God that is in you shine bright, you know, um, let people know that this is everything is in in a way a season nothing lasts forever not our lives not anything in this time um, nothing lasts forever so why not use that time to show others um, what it is you believe and how you stand strong in these times does that make sense it makes sense I think um I think that the being rooted and grounded, I think a lot of people in general don't necessarily, at least right now, I believe, feel that way. There's a lot going on. Um, And a lot of things feel very different. While granted some things are, you know, same old, same old, a lot of what's considered, and I'm using air quotes, same has a different spin to it because of of the situation that we're in. So like I hear rooted and grounded, but then I also think like, well, really, what does that mean? Like, what do you consider yourself to be rooted in? What do you consider yourself to be grounded in? Because you can be grounded in a whole bunch of junk. (laughs) Like you don't necessarily, like you can, like whatever it is that you're grounded in per se does not necessarily have, may not provide life. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I think that's something that we have to be really mindful of. Um, All the time. And maybe this maybe this pandemic gives us an opportunity to think about that with a different lens now. Cause I'm sure we've all been rooted or grounded in something mm-hmm. in one way or another. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of us, we find like we find work to be grounding for us. Some of us find food to help ground us, um, to make us, comfortable to make us feel secure um some people use relationships or sex or drugs or tv or books 
um, if they don't, you know what I mean? Like every, not everything has to be just because you use it for security. Um, doesn't mean it has to be a vice, right? It, there could be some positive aspects to it. Um, but I just, I think, I think it was interesting that you said that because I'm sure there are some Christians, different levels of their walk, faith, faith walk, their walk faith, different <laughs> levels of their faith walk that, that may not be as grounded as somebody else. I know there are times in certain situations I struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, there are something, some situations that I feel more grounded in or rooted with my faith in than others. Um, and I think it's important to understand that it doesn't necessarily mean that I am not a Christian or I am not a believer because my faith wavers in some places. Um, I I would hope that if people are transparent enough that they would admit that they don't always have 100%, you know, strong faith. I don't, I don't think there's any shame in that. Um, but I, I will say, I guess, again, to bring back to the grounded and rooted, I think it's just really important to think about where it is that we find our stability. Yeah. Yep, I agree. <clears throat> um, so in this time of coronavirus, um, it's important that we have... <laughs> it's important that we have strong foundations and positive things. Um, not everyone does, so I guess they would say it's our job as Christians to, in any way that we can, help provide that for people who don't have it, to show them that um, we can get through it. And I, I think a big part of that is managing um, time management, mind space management. Like We get a lot of information daily on what's happening and we should we have to know how to manage it, uh, manage the information we're receiving, manage isolation, and manage fear. So, um, I, think, yeah. I think like managing when to turn off the receiving of information mm-hmm. is huge, huge because we have the opportunity to be like bombarded twenty four seven. Like, it doesn't have to go off. Yeah, um, Anderson Cooper may turn off the studio lights, but we still got information coming at us mm-hmm. from credible, uncredible, uncredible, incredible, non-credible, <laughs> non-credible sources um, and credible sources alike. Just because our favorite newscast person goes off the air doesn't mean, like, we're not getting information. Just because we're not recording this does not mean people are not getting information. And I think, I think we do. I think that's a really good point. Like we really have to be aware of how much we're taking in Mm -hmm. and what we're taking in. Yeah. Well, that's information. How do you deal with um, managing isolation? So I think at the beginning of this, 
it was it was decent, right? At the very, very, very beginning, when they were like, "Oh, stay home," I was like, "Oh, we could stay home, stay <laughs> less." I'm staying home. I'm sleeping in. I'm watching TV. I'm putting my feet up. Um, all the things, right, that we initially think of when we get the opportunity to stay home. And for me, after a while, it became it became a little more strenuous because then it was like, oh, I'm home again mm-hmm. <laughs> by myself again mm-hmm. and um it became just me and the walls mm-hmm. and that could be that was a little that was a little uncomfortable for a while mm-hmm. um and I'll be very honest at first when I was like, well, wait a minute, I'm alone again. There were some people who were like, well, that means it's just you and God. And I was like, at first, like at first, I was like, oh no, that can't just be it. Mm-hmm. Because I think I was still very stuck in um like the newness of it. Mm-hmm. And, like the feeling of being alone. And um I mean in some doses, it's great, right? Because you could do what you want when you want, how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want to turn on every single light <laughs> in the apartment and you can afford it, do like you do it. You ain't got to worry about anybody saying, "Turn off the light, run up the light bill." Or if you want to open the refrigerator eighty five times, you don't have to worry about it because it's your. You know what I mean? Like the little things like that can make you feel like being alone, like. Uh, being by yourself is is okay. Mm-hmm. I think the difference becomes though when you feel like being by yourself. I think is more of like a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Being feeling alone, I think is very different. And um, as someone that has dabbled in depression, and I use that very. I use dabbled very lightly, but I know it's not a light thing to talk about. Um, like it really started to affect me. Like it really started to affect me. Um, my mood started to change. Um, but yet I was still hearing people tell me, well, it's just you and God. And I was like, well, I don't, don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. Like, I want to go see my mother. I want to hang out. I want to, I want to, do stuff that now all of a sudden I can't do. Not that I was crazy about doing it before, but it's, you know, it could be a little different when when the option and the choice has been taken away from me. Yeah. My sister said something like that to me yesterday. She was like, um, she's, bo- she's just bored in the house and you know, like, she doesn't want to be bored. And I was like, well, it's just like any other day. You don't go anywhere any other day. And she was just like, yeah, but I had the option to. And now I don't. <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't really get it. But because I have to leave and go to work every day. So I'm like, I don't have that same feeling. But I understand, like, she feels, like, isolated. She wants to be, even if she doesn't go outside, she wants the option to be able to go outside or go to the grocery store. Or, you right. know, just just enjoy the simple things that we sometimes take for granted because we always have them. So 
I think it's important to, in this time, to just take stock and inventory of the things that we do have versus the things that we don't. You know, a lot of people are uh, struggling right now with um, many different facets of their life. A lot has changed for them, losing of jobs, not being able to provide wholly for their families and themselves. And that um, takes a toll on you, especially when you're in isolation and receiving all this information from all these different places. You're scared and um, sometimes it can make you spiral out of control. So Mm -hmm. I think a good thing for you to do daily is just to take stock and inventory of the things that you do have. Okay, God, thank you. I woke up. I can see. I can speak. My arms work. My legs work. I thank you. I do have something to eat this morning. I thank you. You know, it's and sometimes it helps just to just to realize, like, I don't have everything, but I don't I don't I also don't have nothing. You know, I'm still Mm -hmm. here. I'm able to do X, Y and Z. So sometimes if you feel like um, everything is just wrong, just take a second in your day to, to think of okay this this thing is right this is this thing is okay you know even if you can only pick one thing every day you should try just to put that little piece of positivity into your your life you know it may help you make help to propel you forward instead of you know keeping you down and making you you know stay in the bed all day or not want to do anything or talk to anyone just give yourself like one positive thing that you can think of in your day and if you can't that's when you know maybe Another person that you know, if you have someone in your life, anyone, a friend, a family member, you know that they're like always positive. So you can call on that person and you may not want to, you know, divulge and tell them what's going on in your head and heart. But you know that when you pick up that phone or when you text that test message, they're going to they're going to, you know, give you that smile. They're going to say something or do something silly um, just to, you know, say like, dang, they're so positive. And it kind of rubs off on you. You know, it makes you feel good, even if it's for that moment. We need those little moments, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, and I don't, having having been someone who had to do that for myself, um, it's, it's not easy, especially if it's not something that you're used to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so by no means is it that you're like all of a sudden, okay, well, it's just a matter of, well, let me just think this thought. I think it, it really takes, like, I think that would do me more, I think that would do people more harm than good to make people believe that it's really that easy. Especially mm-hmm. if you're not able to see um, the other side of it. But it, do, it like, it's not impossible. Just because something is not easy does not make it impossible. And for me, I had to like really, like really try <laughs> to, you know, like I had to really try. It was like, okay, so um, some of the things that I started doing was I was, I started reading the Bible more. I started um, spending more time with devotionals for a little bit and a very little bit. I was exercising <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> um cool and then at one point like I was going for walks and um just it gave me an opportunity to find new Mm -hmm. and like things that maybe I wouldn't necessarily have done more um and the more I started 
finding the new, the better I started feeling. Um, And that was, and it took months though, because Mm -hmm. that was when, when the like hearing people say, well, it's just you and God. It didn't sound so like, ugh to me anymore like it, it wasn't it wasn't so frustrating because um I be I it was more like okay I hear you I see I see you I hear you I feel you when before I think what it was too was that so many things were able to block off that whatever it is that I wasn't, that I was just now starting to get, right? Constantly going to work, constantly thinking about this, constantly thinking about that. And there wasn't any time to just take care of me, but it's definitely a mindset thing too. Like you really have to consciously put in the effort to to practice gratitude. Like I've heard people say like, oh, you got to practice gratitude. And when, but then like the word practice kind of always threw me off mm-hmm. because I was like, well, why you got to practice that? But it's really, it's true. It's a practice. Cause honestly, how many times do you, and not you specifically Shelly, but how many times do you general think of all the things that you're grateful for? Like on a consistent basis. Yeah, it's not something that people tend to do. Like, I have something that helps me. I have a planner that has a section that's I'm grateful for. So, and it's like a sun, a picture of the sun. So you just kind of write on each sunbeam if every day, like just one thing that you're grateful for. And sometimes it is some hard to find something you're grateful for if you're if you're in a in your feelings about you know, just like everything that's gone wrong that day or everything that's gone wrong in your life. And you don't feel like you have something to be grateful for because in that moment you're, you know, you're, you're bogged down and what's happening all around you. Mm -hmm. You can't find the quiet. So, you know, it's just, it's something that you do have to kind of practice. Like when you come to a point and you realize like, I am grateful, um, and then just give yourself a moment to think of what you're grateful for. And it's not always easy because, you know, everything is so, like you said, there's so much going on around you. And a lot of it has to do with death. And it's just, it's very depressing and saddening. And sometimes you can't see your way past all of those negative things. So what I encourage people to do is just don't always focus on the negative because people are people, social media, the news, are going to throw negative things at you, bad news, you know, bad this, bad that. You have to tune your mind to a place where you're not receiving everything that you are hearing. You can hear all the things you want. There could be a million things going on throughout your day. You can hear a million things throughout your day. You need to choose. You have to build your mind up to, if if, if that's what you want to do, you have to build your mind up to realize, like, I don't need to take in everything that everyone says to me because everybody doesn't mean you well and all information is not good for you so Mm -hmm. choose 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 the information you receive wisely you know and and that is something that you can practice um to learn to tune things in and tune things out 
Like, um, you don't have be, to take everything to heart. Yeah. Be specific and, and, and intentional about the things you receive. Um, everything that you receive is not good for you um, and can do you harm in more ways than one. So, you know, just, just be conscious of the things you let in, you know. It's okay to let some things in and it's okay to say, hey, you know what? I don't need that. Just like you don't need bad food. You don't need bad information. You don't need bad vibes. You don't need bad feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, just be conscious of that type of thing. Yeah, you have to develop like your own filter. I was having a conversation um, the other day with somebody and I, I, I just told you this. And I was just like, wait a minute. I don't receive none. Like, I got so belligerent about it in my mind. I was like, I don't receive any of this. I don't receive any. And I, I kept saying it. And and not that the person who was talking to me meant to be mean or or discouraging or anything like that. They may not mean to be. They might just be speaking, like, their truth or how they really feel. And that's their opinion and they're entitled to it. But that does not mean like it has to like be sucked in by, I'll have to to accept it. I don't have to accept it. And I I really, I was like, I don't, I don't receive it. I don't receive it. (laughs) Like, and I kept putting the phone down and every time I picked the phone back up, they were still saying that stuff. And I'm like, how come they're not getting it? Leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. Like it was, Sometimes you really have to fight for your peace, I guess, really is my point. Like you have to mm-hmm. fight for that, that, um, yeah, you have to fight for your peace. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody says it does not make it true yeah. for you, nor does it mean that you have to accept it. Mm. You don't have to accept everything that people say or do to you. Right. Exactly. So how do we handle loneliness, anxiety, and anger that comes along with this pandemic? Listen, people is mad, honey. Why they mad? People is mad because people is mad because people feel, at least from what I gather, people feel like their life has ended, everything has been taken away from them. And some of it may actually have like, you know, people have lost their jobs. People don't know where their next is coming from. And there are some people who just feel that wearing a mask is is infringing on their rights. Wherever people stand on that spectrum, people are mad. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, um, I think some of it might come from like not being used to change. Mm-hmm. Change is a hard thing for people to deal with. A lot of people don't accept change very well. Um, and even sudden change, like this was sudden. This wasn't like, mm-hmm. all right, in two weeks, Shelly, you about to get a new job and um, we're going to change some of your job duties and um, we're just going to ask that you start to come in earlier. Like if somebody tells you that, you can be like, all right, two weeks, I got some time to prepare. I may not like it, but <laughs> I got two weeks to make a plan, right? Mm-hmm. This kind of hit people out of left field. 
it was like, um, yeah, so we all going to shut things down and we going to stay home. And if you do go out, you got to wear a mask and don't touch anybody. Stay away from people. Don't look. Don't blink. Don't <laughs> like, whoa, no, look, don't blink. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what people people were like. Oh, OK, now you can't work. Oh, well, now you have to work all the time. And I think that was real sudden for people. Nobody got the heads up about this. I say cautious. Somebody did. I'm sure somebody. I did. say cautious. I say cautiously. <laughs> just, just, just not the general public, you know. Are they listening? I don't know. They may um, be. I don't know. But, but you get what I mean. Like, I think that's what made people mad, and I think we've all had to grieve the loss of life as we know it knew it yeah and everybody grieves differently Mm -hmm. so some people lash out some people withdraw some people go like back to the things that i was saying before overeat over drink over sleep work out more work out less like we've we're grieving a lifestyle that we once knew. Yeah. Was it great? Maybe. Was it horrible? Maybe. <laughs> Was it I mean, I guess that also depends on where where you stand on all of it, but we've all we're all grieving in some way or another, I think, um mm-hmm. in the panorama. <laughs> Panorama, crazy, <laughs> right? And then some people make really horrible, stupid jokes, like be <laughs> part of their grieving. Like, so what do you do? You just gotta take it one day at a time, one step at a time. If you can see your foot moving one step forward, and you can put the next foot in front of that foot, I say just keep going. You know, just keep going. Don't let it bog you down. Because if you if you just sit and think about it all day, every day, that's the only thing that's going through your mind. It will like drive you mad. Like you have to find an outlet. You know, look up, think think about things that you like to do and that you can do in the comfort of your own home, uh, or say things that you can do outside. You know what I'm saying? Find things that keep you busy, keep you active things that just make you happy if you can find one thing that makes you happy and you can do that thing on a regular basis that is safe and, and cleanly and you know take the proper precautions mm-hmm. but do things that make you happy and and try to find you know the positiveness in these days that we have to walk through now like nothing is you know certain anymore like it was it was never certain but <laughs> um i think people see it more now and it it makes them sad and it some some people it makes them angry and sometimes that anger manifests into things that it definitely shouldn't so we just kind of got to be cautious of how we manifest our emotions and feelings about the pandemic like be mindful of others you know you being cranky sad mad upset around everybody that you come in contact with or talk to you know, from a distance, it affects them. And 
you may not even know it or see it. You might just think like, oh, I'm just venting. But sometimes your venting can like hurt the mindset of another. So my mom always said, you ain't got nothing good to say. Don't say nothing at all. And that doesn't apply to every instance because sometimes you need to speak your mind and let people know how you feel so that, you know, it can prevent, you know, bad outcomes. <laughs> but I think, I wish everybody was just more positive. <laughs> like that's the best way I can put it. Like a lot of people are mean. They just downright mean. I had somebody call me a name at work, like a customer. And like that made my day like down. Like my day went down from there. Like I was so sad and upset. And I was just like, I like you said, you don't have to receive what people say to you whatever like that as long as you don't for me personally as long as you don't put your hands on me I'm okay like you can say what you want to say but it's just like it's about respect we should in this time learn to respect each other because we're all going through this we're all going through the pandemic it's not just that one person down the street oh they're going through a pandemic all on their own I get it they can be mean rude sad mad to me they could do it say whatever they want no that's not how it goes and that's not how it ever should should have gone before pandemic and or during it you know, we have to find a level of respect for ourselves. And once you have that respect for yourself, you should be able to project that onto others. Show people the respect that you want yourself. You can't get respect without giving it. And um, I wish people would be more mindful of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tough. It's really tough. It's just a tough situation all around. Yeah. Ain't nobody ever experienced nothing like this before. Mm. Um right. And that probably if anybody did, they're like really, really, really old right now. <laughs> that's my nice. <laughs> that's my that's my history lesson for today. It's true. Like the last plague. <laughs> that we had was very very long ago so where right. they were wearing masks and everything and it's just like they, they uh, anybody from that time would be very old but they would have been through it before and I'm sure they probably never thought they would go through it again but here we are once more and it sucks right. I think I think there's just like a piece of consideration that people need to have mm-hmm. um and it's not always easy. It's not. Because we are a people who... Society is a group of people who tend to think of themselves first. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. At least in American culture. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where... And I think we've said it before on like some other episodes, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people say or do things that hurt your feelings, it's not about you. Yeah, it's about them. <laughs> right, it's about them. But because because society has us in this manner where we tend to internalize everything that happens to us, we take it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that is right. I think it's just something that we have to remember. Like that person who who came out their neck about and called you a name at work like she wasn't she ain't know you yeah like so it had nothing to do with you it's whatever that was going on with them um 
when I was having that phone conversation with the person, I was like, why don't they understand that? If I don't receive anything that they're saying, why won't they stop talking? <laughs> like, it had nothing to do with me. Like, the things that I did hear when I had the phones in my ear was like, oh, that's your personal experience um, in this situation, mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. And it's not to make anyone's experience less valid. I think that's something else that we have to like really try to do better at. Like we're not just because you don't receive what somebody is saying to you does not mean you have to belittle their their experience or belittle their opinion. Mm-hmm. Um there has to be some type of balance. And I think that's where we're lacking right now. And perhaps this is the perfect time because as we're knocking on on a year, (laughs) I know for me, this has been the perfect time to reflect on some stuff. Mm -hmm. And perhaps we can see some of the errors that we've made and how we've treated other people. Yeah. Um, On how how we've allowed some people to treat us. Yeah. Um, It's it's been a at least for me it's been cleansing Mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work (laughs) but it's it's a lot of work and there were some days Shelly where I was like listen I don't know if I want to clean anymore (laughs) yeah like I don't know if I want to examine any more of me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> I am sick of me. I don't want to talk about me no more. I want to think about me no more. Yeah. I just I want me to leave me alone. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how many other people can say that they've been through that. Um. But if you haven't, I, I encourage people to kind of get with that. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. But there is like in the end, like a, well, not the end, because I don't, I'm not done. But, <laughs> oh, wow. but in the things, in the things that I have found and quote unquote end to, mm-hmm. there's like a, a, a freedom from it. Mm-hmm. Like a freedom from it. Yep. Well, what do you say to people who ask us as Christians, why is God permitting this to happen? I haven't been asked that, thank the Lord. (laughs) Ain't nobody asked me that. Well, if someone did ask you, what would (laughs) how would this conversation go? I'm gonna tell the truth. I don't know. Yeah. It's a loaded question. I don't know. It's a loaded question. Like we well what we can tell them is like we I personally I don't presume to know the mind of God. I would never be so haughty <laughs> ever. <laughs> Absolutely not. I That's never. why I was like, I don't know. You know, that's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, and it is I, right. I can only tell you what I've experienced during this time and and assume that what I've experienced during this time, God meant for me to experience. Right. So I I guess that would be my answer. Yeah. What have you experienced in this time? What have you learned? Right. Have you learned anything in, in this last 11 months? Yeah. There's a lot to have been learned. And the people who haven't learned anything, 
it's I don't know I find that I don't know if I if I could buy that girl like you mean you learn nothing nothing well, like nothing some people would tell nothing? you yeah you know some you know every, nothing. so many souls on this planet but like you know there are some people who will say that and maybe they've learned stuff and they don't even realize they've learned stuff maybe they've changed and don't even see the change but it's it's kind of for them to realize and and self-discover because it's like we can't you can't make somebody say like look you've done this differently you must have learned something um some people don't want to know don't some people don't want to you know come to realizations about you know everything that we've gone through and because it's hard it is some people don't want to come to terms with it like oh everything has changed for me and you know this is how i've handled it how you know some people have handled adversity in this pandemic well others have not and it shows and not not everyone wants to realize that you know things have changed they have changed our lives have changed but they have and some very drastically I mean we're we're in the mask alone for this it's drastic I'll be forgetting I was running into the grocery store yesterday and I was moving because I, I don't like to be in there so I was trucking and I, re- I almost was like at the door and I was like wait mask mask <laughs> where's my mask and I was like looking for it everywhere and I had to like dig in my pocketbook and this is like we we didn't have to do that once upon a time and now we do and we don't know how long we will have to keep doing it so it's like yes <sighs> I have changed yes things have changed and it's just like it's a lot it's it's a tough bitter pill to swallow but we have to do it. We have to stay safe for ourselves, for our families, for others. It's it's a lot, a lot, a lot. And I don't always like it, but that's why we gotta stay positive in these times and try to uplift each other. Try to smile even when it's hard to. But I do believe we can do it. Like the human being in itself is very. Uh, amazing and right. we don't always realize how amazing we are and how much we can actually go through and still live you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep saying that yeah. we have you have whoever like whoever listens to this at this very moment that I finished my current sentence you have survived 100% of the things you've been through yeah like that very moment mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. it might have been ugly <laughs> might have been ugly like but you survived it right um and i think that's something really that's something that i've been trying to keep more in the forefront of my mind um when I get tired or when I get frustrated or when I feel like I'm kind of just floating in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the first time that I felt like I was floating in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and I survived it. Yeah. Like eventually I don't feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's just something that you just have to keep telling yourself. Like I remember what Jelda said last episode how um like she practiced 
Like she talked to herself every day in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And she said it felt stupid. <laughs> she was like, it felt crazy at first. And it does. It does. Especially if it's not what you're used to doing. Mm-hmm. If it's not what you're used to doing, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Right. It's going to feel uncomfortable. And you're going to have to fight that urge to go back to what you know to do. Mm-hmm. Because what you know to do is not going to serve you. Yeah. It's not going to serve you. Yeah. Um, you have to challenge yourself to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because we value our comfort. Yeah. And I guess to go back to your to your question, what do you tell some like that might be something I say if the conversation leads there. Like yeah. <clears throat> what have you been comfortable doing that you ha- or like what have you been un- like what has made you uncomfortable that you've had to get used to or something along those lines. I don't know. Clearly I wouldn't ask that question because the question didn't come freely to my mind. But <laughs> But, like, that's what I, I mean. That's what I would say for me. Like, there's been some things that have made me uncomfortable. Yeah, the, the mask made me uncomfortable. I kept thinking I was like having like a heart attack or something. I was like, I can't breathe. And I could actually breathe, but it just was so uncomfortable to wear for long periods right. of time that I, my mind was telling me, get this off of your face. You can't breathe. <laughs> like, but I could breathe. And right. Because you definitely could breathe. Because if you did, if you couldn't, if the mask was actually making you not able to breathe, like you would have passed out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, like you would have passed out. Yeah. And I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to pass out. If I'm going to get this off me right now. I'm so hot. <laughs> right. It's just uncomfortable. But you know what? It's winter now. And that mask sometimes is better than a scarf. Yo. Oh my God. <laughs> It keeps you warm. My face is super warm. It's crazy. See, see how the tides have turned. (laughs) My face is super warm. I'll have to put three layers of Vaseline on my face before I go out in the winter. Now I could just do one or two. See, (laughs) because the mask keeps my face warm. Yeah. See the silver lining there. (laughs) (laughs) It's the small things. It, it no, but it really is. Yeah, it really is the small things. Yeah, um, and it's those things that we take for granted. You mm-hmm. had mentioned that earlier. Yeah, we gotta put those those little things in the front of our minds. Just say, "Hey, this was nice. This was this was a good thing that happened today, or this is a positive thing that I look forward to, even in this crazy time, this crazy world we're living in." It's it's, this one thing is still pretty darn cool. So hold on to those small things. Hold on to them with for, for what you call it. Hold on for dear life. <laughs> White knuckle. Oh my White goodness. knuckle them small things. What's something that you um what's something that you realized about yourself in the Rona? Uh that I'm I'm more more positive than I actually think of myself. <laughs> Wait, so you thought that you were negative? I didn't think I was negative. I just I think hmm, I think I didn't think of myself. Well, I didn't think other people saw me as like a positive person. Like Shut up. Like she's so 
she's so upbeat and 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 it and I do I hear people say that to me a lot like you're so good with the customers you know because and it's not like in my mind it's not like I'm being good with the customers like they'll say something and I'll laugh or I'll you know and, and I, I you know I laugh big and loud like I don't know how to contain it and that I guess makes other people happy and so I guess that's what they take as me being positive or whatever like that or being good with the customers and uh I just I find that my happiness lies in my laugh like making making other people laugh or me being able to laugh it it makes me feel good it makes me feel alive and I want to feel alive so you know I try to laugh and smile as much as I can because it, it feels one me- time for feeling alive yeah one time right? for feeling alive. yeah like that my laugh fills me up like that joy of me being able to get a laugh out of something it fills fills up my whole being and it just it makes me shine from the inside out it makes me happy so I realized like oh that's your superpower that darn loud laugh (laughs) that that thing that thing soars it echoes (laughs) hold on to that (laughs) yep yep indeed you gotta do it. You gotta hold on to those little, little small victories, <laughs> even if it's just a laugh or a smile. It's important. It is. Yeah. It is. And I, I think, I think we possibly may lose out by calling them small. Yeah. They, they're big now. <laughs> they sustain us. <laughs> they do. They do. I think it's a disservice to call them small. Yeah. They. Like it just it just became like a cliche. Oh, the small joys and the small things, and it just you know it became cliche. Like you know how you know how people do. You know how we as people do. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I I'm just not realizing this as I'm saying it that it's a like we're doing ourselves and those moments a disservice because mm-hmm. if we treat them like they're small, then will never we may rob ourselves of like fully appreciating them yeah and how big they actually are long term Mm -hmm. allow god to like touch some of the parts that for whatever reason of things that i was still holding on to Mm -hmm. um like I've allowed God to show them to me. But the funny thing about allowing God to show them to me is that he also showed me that I, Rita, cannot fix those things on my own. Mm-hmm. And that is what I have spent so much of my life trying to do, was fix things on my own. Mm-hmm. So there are certain certain habits or traits or mindsets that um, have had to be broken that I couldn't do on my own. Um, The quiet time with God is what had brought about this podcast. Yeah. The quiet time with God is what brought about the website. Mm -hmm. And, um, and even still, not to say that I'm 100% where I need to be, because there's still some remnants of control that I'm still trying to let go of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, 
but um the time that I have spent reading more reading more scripture um reading more devotionals um have helped me in being able to let go. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the things that I have been most uncomfortable with is letting go. Yeah. Letting go of what I thought I knew. Yeah. Letting go of what I thought I knew. Yeah. That's a tough um, thing to do. It is because we become so comfortable in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. In so many things. We become so comfortable in right right for better or for worse we get real comfortable and stuff and um just being able to let some stuff go has afforded me the the sight to see that there there were quite a few things that I was doing that was not serving me well at all mm-hmm. at all so I'm going I don't want to say the very thing that caused me to feel like, ew, no. <laughs> um, that caused my flesh to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But dare I say it now? <laughs> Go on you... there. Go on there to do it. <laughs> dare I say it now? Because I get it. And maybe that makes me one of the perfect people, quote unquote, to say it. Mm-hmm. Use this time if you don't know him to know him Mm -hmm. and if you do already know use this time to know him more Mm -hmm. because what you think you know might only be the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. and use this time to let him challenge what you know come on titanic because he will challenge what you know or what you think you know Mm -hmm. he will definitely challenge what you think you know um or what you believe, or what you trust him for. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say that that's that's what this time has done for me. Not to say that I didn't see things before, or didn't understand things before, um, because I believe that I did. Mm -hmm. But there's always more with God. Yeah always more and um this time has shown me that I don't have to lack I don't have to suffer I don't have to worry though I still worry yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do it at this point I think what it is is that I realize that I choose to worry yeah I don't have to um control everything mm-hmm. I don't have to I still might choose to, yeah. but I don't have to. Mm-hmm. That ties right into the scripture of the day. Should I read it? <laughs> you can. Okay. Well, the scripture that I came up with was from Deuteronomy 31 and 8 the NIV version, and it says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Amen. Amen. That's good stuff. Amen.
That is good stuff. I think you can definitely see that too in some of I know I remember on the news when all this was first starting to happen, mm-hmm. people were saying Jesus on the news. Oh wow. And people never say Jesus in the news. They might say God. They might. Because you can you can kind of eh, get away with saying God because you are alluding to a higher power. You know how people feel about saying higher power, right? Because mm-hmm. that could be Buddha. God could be Buddha. God could be Confucius. You know, like whatever people, you can use God as an all-encompassing term, right? Mm-hmm. But you never really heard people say Jesus. Wow. And you never really, really heard people say God on the news either, unless they were like talking about like a religious story. Yeah. Um, but they were. And I think um I do believe this has caused people, no matter where they stand in what they believe or don't believe, to kind of look to look to God more yeah because how do you explain this that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what some people believe like how, well how, what else do I gotta do because this this never would have happened so what there must be a God you know there's those people right oh wow um and maybe though I do not know Maybe that was part of his plan. Yeah. To get people to sit down and shut up. (laughs) Listen, get people to sit down and shut up long enough to realize the things that you try to control, you really can't control. Yeah. Mm -mm. Nothing is truly in our hands. People don't like to relinquish that control, especially over their mind. They're like, I'm in control of my life. I'm in control of everything. Okay. All right. Ew, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> no, you don't. I know who would say that. Who would say it? <laughs> you funny. Because you did it. You did it in the voice that you only do when you talk about that person. <laughs> you crazy. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't actually like talking about anybody specific, and I'm curious about who 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 I'm talking about. I'll text you about it. Baby. I, I don't want to. I don't want to air them out. But, <laughs> but the voice, the voice that you use is the voice that you use when you when you talk about. It. You know how we, you know how sometimes black people have the white people voice. <laughs> that that was that was it. That was it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you have you have a this person voice. Wow. Go ahead. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've been now I'm curious. Who who am I talking about? That I'll I let you know I'm talking about. That's funny. I'll let you know. Oh no. We're gonna have to pray to people out because I got to go to work. All right. Is that me or is that you? That's you, producer. Yeah, I'll pray so. I just want to say for all those who listen, we appreciate you and we hope that something is said or done that, you know, encourages you or gets you to thinking. And um, if you guys ever have any questions, Rita, what's the email? 
It is swaglab1 at gmail.com. Swag, S-W-A-G-G-L-A-B, the number one at gmail.com. Yeah. So if you guys ever have any topics you'd like us to touch on, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you have questions that you'd like us to answer via, um, during our uh, during when we do the podcast, we would love that feedback. We would love that information. Um, it would be awesome if we could, um, you guys could send in questions and we could do like a question and answer portion of the segment. We would love that. We just want to say we'll we be fantastic and a dream. Yeah, we just want to say we love and appreciate all those who listen and and um, are in support of the podcast. We appreciate you. So I'm just gonna pray us out really quick. Uh, God. We thank you right now for one more day in the land of the living. Thank you to all the listeners who will find encouragement um, through us in you. Uh, bless us so that we we say and do the right things that are befitting uh, of being your children. We thank you. And we, we ask that you keep a hedge of protection over all of us, all of our listeners, our family members, our friends, our jobs, our homes. We just ask that you walk with us in this tough time but it's just so that we don't see it as um a downtime but it's just a time to become more encouraged and stronger in our faith mm-hmm. uh we ask that you just continue to uplift and encourage us love on us the way we only you can and bless us so that the light that is in us always shines um that the light that is in us that is you we thank you and <clears throat> we praise you um in jesus name we pray amen Amen, amen, and amen. <laughs> well, <laughs> you did your first episode. You produced your first episode. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in the applause at this point. I think there's like an applause sound effect that I can find. Oh, because I think it would be awesome. <laughs> So, uh, as we get ready to depart, um, wash your hands. (laughs) Wear a mask. (laughs) Do what it is, if not for you, for somebody that you care about Mm -hmm. um, during this time. Be an encourager. Find something productive to do. Yeah. Paint. <laughs> Your personal self will thank you. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Indubitably. Yes. Be encouraged, dear people. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. <laughs> and Rita said, wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. Wash Please. Hands. Just wash your hands. Wash, wash your hands. That's all. I feel like if nothing else. Stop being nasty. Wash your hands. Oh my goodness, yes. You, you gotta you gotta use that sanitizer and when there's a sink around, just use the soap and water. It's necessary. It won't hurt you. <laughs> it, it may. It won't. Some people, you never know. It's, it, no, it won't. It will. Mm-hmm. Some people allergic to water. I'll tell you. I don't perceive that. <laughs> I'm t- there's a condition. There's a condition where people are allergic to water, but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. We just uh, hope that the people be safe and encouraged and just be the best you you can be. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's all we can ask. Absolutely. <laughs> it was snowing and it's Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Why? Because I still don't believe in the NFL. Oh. Well, it's a real thing, but. It is, but I don't believe in them anymore. Because they, they have become poo poo to you? Yep. Oh. Well, it happens. <laughs> 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 all right say good night Rochelle good night Rochelle <laughs> <laughs> say good night Rita <laughs> good night Rita <laughs> <laughs> bye everybody <laughs>